This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Get a Load of This Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Young, and we have Thomas Comstop today. We are doing a surprise episode. Uh, Thomas, say hi to everybody. Hey, guys. So we're going to do an episode today, a little different from what we've done. Uh, we're going to start to integrate a segment into our podcast periodically where we bring up current trucking topics into the conversation where either we're having a discussion amongst ourselves. You may notice that Cameron's gone today. He will be back very soon. But we wanted to have a quick discussion and we want to do these in the future where either we have uh, other guests on uh, that are relevant to current topics or where we're discussing current topics and possibly having you chime in. So we'll give you the details on that later, but we're going to do a quick episode with a little bit of truck talk, if you will. I'll let Thomas take the reins. Thomas? Yeah, so uh, like Ryan said, we definitely wanted to uh, kind of just touch base on some things that we've been hearing across uh, the, the industry from a lot of our insurers and some of our connections throughout the industry as a whole. And you know, obviously, the, the big one right now is the pending or looming recession that we may or may not be in, depending on who you ask. But um, definitely have been okay. hearing a lot of chatter uh, from a lot of my clients um, personally that are, have been affected by this whole situation. Uh, namely, I think the biggest issue right now is uh, going rates and fuel tied with the downturn of economic spending. But I don't know if that's just been, you know, my client base. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, yours has been mostly the same. Well, yeah, of course, we've been hearing that from our clients. Uh, I think across the board, some clients are doing well, some clients are not doing so well, some of them are taking a break. And unfortunately, we're hearing that some of them are shutting down as well. Uh, you know, this isn't obviously what we want to hear. Uh, we have to be honest with ourselves and know that the economy changes and the demand changes, which means supply changes. And so obviously this is a industry that is the epitome of supply and demand. So mm -hmm. we really want to keep our fingers on the pulse and we want to have conversations with our clients. And, you know, we're reading a lot of articles and just paying attention to what the economy is doing. But yeah, we've, I've definitely had some clients uh, cancel, cancel their insurance policy because they're shutting down and selling their trucks especially while the cost of trucks is still uh, fairly inflated due to the shortages we've been having the last couple of years. Uh, and then I have had a few clients recently also talk to us about, you know, trying to find a way to minimize their insurance, which is possible in some cases, uh, not so possible in a lot of cases because of the federal filing that any motor carrier has on there. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that later, but yeah, we really just want to kind of get a finger on the pulse have a discussion about some things, maybe go into a little bit of, you know, what we're hearing and then get a little feedback from you. So if you do want to talk to us, we do have a 
LinkedIn, where you can message us. It is obviously linkedin.com forward slash IN slash Galot pod or G-A-L-O-T pod. Uh, you can thank my amazing brand for that one. So again, that's linkedin.com and then the forward slash IN forward slash Galot pod. Uh, Thomas, so yeah. what have your clients been saying and what exactly are you hearing or what are you hearing in the news? Well, besides the, the economic stuff, like you said, people facing the challenges of, you know, maintaining profitability in this weird dynamic market that we're facing. Uh, basically, is the, the big, big thing I'm getting is trying to find a way through the mess, right? What are people doing? What am I hearing of solutions that people are finding to, to maintain profitability or to not lose as much money um, as some people out there, unfortunately, are? Um, one of the biggest things that I keep preaching to my uh, clientele is to, to help alleviate some of the pain is definitely, you know, hiring qualified drivers or maintaining you know, proper safety inspection, things like that. And I know that goes back to just where my expertise is and the insurance side of things, which isn't the best, you know, industry-wide representation of how to mitigate any potential economic damages that are coming right now. But, um, you know, they do play a large part because every every dime um, saved helps a lot with the overhead and the, you know, the bottom line that we're all trying to, to get here, which is profitability. So um, right. I don't know if if there's been any recent solutions to you know the the availability of qualified drivers i do know the cdl drivers that have been issued uh oh, wait let me rephrase that more cdls new new cdl licenses have been issued in the past year than almost any uh, ever before from what i remember reading uh you know someone please correct me if i'm wrong too by you know hitting us on that linkedin uh website i uh, definitely want to hear some thoughts from you guys but um yeah, I don't think that those people have had the proper amount of time to get experienced yet. So that pool, while helpful for the industry at large, is not very helpful right now for, you know, a lot of established businesses. Uh, have you seen the same thing with your people? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, every, we're hearing a lot about the rates and the fuel prices. And no, Thomas, I hope that you're not to cause for the economy uh, and the current state <laughs> of things. But yeah, I mean, really... At the end of the day, the rate the rates are low. Uh, you know, I'm reading a stat right now from DAT Freight and Analytics, talking about from August 20 of 2022 versus August of 2021, spot load rates are down about 43%. Um, you know, there there are some different rates in here. We could say flatbed uh, load to truck 68%. Uh, reefer load to truck 52 and then reefer spot are down about 7.8 uh, and one of the reasons a lot of those spot market rates i'm guessing are coming from you know people who are really trying to get rid of a load in the reefer market that they can't so those are probably going to stay fairly high but i will be honest with my client base i have a good amount of reefer haulers and so talking to them i haven't heard great things about the reefer spot rate market so I'm sure these numbers are accurate, but it is definitely not what I'm hearing anecdotally on my end. Um, the other thing is uh, that we've actually had a conversation with a couple of our partners in the industry. Thomas, you've you've heard this as well. Um, you know, the market changed a lot for the last two years. So in the last two years, we had COVID. We had a lot of freight not moving, especially from Asia, China specifically. And that caused major backups in all the ports. That caused, you know, manufacturing backups. That's caused all these things. So 
those last two years, people were just paying what, you know, as much as possible to get this freight to move. Um, I can't really speculate too much. And I, I think it'd probably be wrong to about, you know, why maybe the rates have dropped so bad, whether it's intentional or whether it's as an, a result of how the economy is doing right now, or if it's a little bit of both. Um, but one major thing I've been hearing is a lot of people in the spot market are going to be suffering for the time being. It's those dedicated contract loads that are getting paid a little better. So I guess our first piece of advice is if you can find, uh, you know, some dedicated contracts or you can find some companies to partner with where you might be able to get on those loads, that could probably do you some good. Uh, but we know everybody's struggling and suffering and really the whole point of this particular uh, episode is for us to kind of just talk about what's going on. We can't give you too many tips, obviously, but we we want to try to give you some tidbits of knowledge to what we've heard. So, uh, Thomas, yeah, I, I would totally agree with you. I mean, the the spot market isn't great. The, the rates from last year to this year have definitely changed because freight is moving, manufacturing starting to pick up, gas prices are high. We can talk about, you know, war going on in Europe right now as well, which is potentially causing some issues economically, which are, you know, rippling over. Uh, but what else do you think might be at play here? You know, all honesty, uh, I do think the international tensions are playing a pretty large part in it personally. Obviously, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of everything that goes into it, like, you know, Ryan said about himself there. Um, but, you know, I do see, you know, with, with the different um, angles that are being played with energy costs, you know, from Europe and Russia and their ties with China and now them shipping natural gas and oil out, um, you know, OPEC, I think, is doing a rate or a oil production decrease. And then the American fuel reserves are the lowest they've been for like 50 years. Um, so, you know, things are, are definitely kind of reaching a little bit of a bottleneck from what I can understand. You know, and it looks like right now, fortunately, the gas prices have started to come down at least uh, a little bit over the last, you know, few months. Um, I do feel like they peaked, you know, early summer. Um, but I think um, those are still going to be, you know, you know, fluctuating quite a bit. Hopefully they stay on the downward trend to help make those rates that you guys are getting out there a little bit more favorable. Um, you know, because the fuel costs are lower, those rates are going to be, if they're, you know, remain the same, they'll be worth more in the long run. So that's always, you know, yeah. the hope. Um, but yeah, besides that, I don't, I don't know uh, what else can really help alleviate the supply chain issues besides obviously increased demand, but with the, with the way things are and, the economic output that's going out right now. Um, I'm kind of concerned with how the future is going to go, you know, and I feel like a lot of my clients have been too. And I guess that's a question I'd like to pose to any listeners. Um, you know, if there is any specific thing that you feel like is, is contributing to this uh, situation we have with rates for shipping or fuel costs, things like that, please let us know. Um, or also anything that you guys have done, um, if you've been able to find a way through this uh, mess and to be able to maintain or you know grow throughout this process that we would love to be able to hear that um, information so we can help other people understand how to potentially do that as well because um, definitely want to make sure that we're providing some value for our listeners out there so help us out and we'll be able to uh, help others yeah you know Thomas you also did bring up another good point which is about driver uh, you know driver applications or you know, how many people are getting their CDL. I actually just read something as well that there are some driver training programs in schools around the country that are 
seeing the most interest they've ever seen in their life. And I also was reading an article recently. I can't remember who it's from, but drivers are actually getting paid on average more than they've ever been paid throughout history. So there's some good things going on right now. I just think it's kind of a rough market and, you know, that we are still experiencing some slowdowns and movements and uh, manufacturing and things of that nature. Uh, you know, so I imagine <clears throat> this time of year, you know, I always hear a little bit from this time of year, the rates are a little lower, you know, until we kind of move into the next couple months, getting closer to Christmas. So that may be playing a part, but we know that obviously gas is, gas is really the biggest factor um, because low rates have happened before, but gas prices this high have never happened before. So, you know, we can, we can't really say anything else for that. Uh, I do want to say a piece of good news that I heard about a, a gas provider. It's a gas station. I want to say it's out of the East coast. They're called sheets. I heard that they like dramatically reduced the price of diesel fuel. So if anybody hears this and they're looking for a, uh, you know, company to support, as far as buying gas from, I know that might be somewhat of a conundrum, but I would say uh, Sheet sounds like they're really doing this and their full intention behind it, at least in the public statement they've released, is to say, hey, you know, truckers are the backbone of our country. That's pretty obvious when we talk about, again, supply and demand and you being the epitome of that, like you are the only people who drive the supply. Uh, you know, consumers might drive the demand, but we need you. You're an integral part of this. So we obviously want to see our companies thrive and survive and sheets has came out and made a public statement i want to say it was right around 450 a gallon which i think the average fuel price for diesel in the country as of today is either i want to say it's 508 or 511 uh, this would be september 7th when we're recording this obviously 2022 um yeah so those are kind of the things that i'm seeing uh, I really wanted to shout out that company because I think it's fantastic, if, especially if they're willing to take some cuts on their profit margins as a result of this. Um, Thomas, probably uh, another elephant in the room is us discussing you know, the move towards green energy and the move toward their automation of trucks or whether that be lithium or hydrogen cell batteries. Uh, I know that that's a changing trend in the market and there have been some speculation that oil companies are kind of trying to squeeze every dollar they can while oil is still a hot commodity uh, and being um, demanded for. So I don't know if that plays any part, but I am curious to hear your opinion and also listeners definitely curious to hear your opinion. Uh, I know in the trucking industry there, there can be some conjecture in regards to fuel and you know, whether that be climate change or the effectiveness of green energy and the actual carbon emissions behind it. But I, I think it's an interesting conversation to start. So if anybody has anything to say, please let me know. And then Thomas, yeah, what do you think? You know, honestly, I think uh, that is a really big touchy subject uh, throughout the industry. Um, I do know that change definitely brings a lot of problems to a lot of you know, established systems and the way that our transportation and logistical networks are set up. I'm not sure how much of a ripple effect it may have because, you know, we're looking at various things coming into play. We're looking, like you said, at, you know, oil companies having reduced customers and demand for their product, which means those rates are going to go, you know, low at first and then they're going to skyrocket because they're going to reduce production, which means demand is going to be higher than the supply and that should cause problems there. Right, we don't right. know how long it's going to take for some of these vehicles to recharge, which may delay some shipping times, I don't know, versus what diesel can offer some of uh, 
the motor carriers out there. So, you know, lots of things to consider, you know, and I, I do think in the long run, you know, hopefully this whole push to go to the green energy you know, sector will, will help, you know, you know, stabilize our internal stability with our ability to maintain our logistical networks, you know, we, where we don't have to rely so much on outside influences of, you know, fuel to be able to maintain what we're trying to do. Um, but as far as um, anything else related to the topic, I can't speak too heavily into it because I haven't done too much research. Uh, but I do know um, that the people I have talked to personally within the industry have said um, that they're kind of leery about the whole thing at this point. Um, also, there's the fear of you know, taking people's jobs and things like that that come into play. So, um, you know, very much to talk about there. But again, not enough information for me to dive too deep into anything. Yeah, of course. Well, and, and, you know, we can only do so much. It's more about getting people talking, kind of getting people also engaged in what's going on, because I, I feel like, and obviously this isn't a dig at anybody in the industry. I think it's more of a, an analysis of humans in general. Uh, when a lot of people are presented with a problem, they tend to kind of look at it from the surface consequence, right? Because they're kind of in the middle of it. They say a whole, you know, holy shit, fuel prices are crazy, rates are low, I'm not making any money, what am I What am I going to do about it? You know, I'm going to shut down. And, you know, it go. I think it's pretty fair to say that in the short term, there's not always a lot that you can do about it, especially, especially when we're talking about impacting economic policy or just policy in general. So, for example... Uh, we talk about the Inflation Reduction Act that just came out that Biden signed, um, you know, and there are a lot of different, like, I think, climate uh, climate aimed policies in there and language to kind of help drive that. One of those, I think, is an incentive for the electrification or, I guess, greening of the trucking industry as well. And, you know, all of these things play into to it, which I love. I want to see things go green. I don't I don't want to die and be smothered by, you know, carbon, carbon dioxide in the next uh, 20 years or what have you. But, um, yeah. you know, we do have to make sure that these things are being implemented in, a, implemented in a safe manner because a lot of times policy gets implemented and things move really slow. And so people kind of feel the effects more long term. And, you know, maybe it's an incentive for some of the truck owners, company owners out there to get out and start voting, start getting educated on the bills that are coming out. And if you don't think they're doing enough or you think that they could do something differently, getting people around you to get interested in it, obviously, especially truckers, you guys talk a lot. You're at, you're at truck stops and, you know, you're having conversations with truckers more than probably anybody. You have a very uh, good circle of people that you can get invested in a very collective, uh, you know, cause. So, I definitely want to suggest that look into the bills that are coming out, obviously look into how some of these things are potentially impacting gas prices and, you know, who's maybe to blame, you know, you're not, you know, <laughs> be careful. But I would also like to say, hang in there. Uh, Thomas, as you, as you know, Christmas is coming up there. There's going to be a high demand for consumer goods and things will have to get better to some degree. We can't obviously quantify how much better, but we are seeing gas prices go down. I imagine in the near future, we're gonna see some rates go up. So any of you who are thinking about quitting, um, you know, obviously you can only make the decision for yourself, but things are changing a little bit, but hopefully, you know, 
you're you're at a point where things will start to get better at least for a little bit and you can start to make a decision instead of having to react and shut down immediately so thomas any thoughts on that as far as yeah honestly i think well if, if we do have the you know small economic boom around christmas time to hopefully you know jumpstart a little bit of a um you know market correction in the upward uh, direction um, that would be pretty awesome you know and i don't know you know how long uh, a sustained rally would be but i do say uh, i can say with you know a lot of confidence that you know our markets go through booms and busts all the time uh, you know we see a recession once a decade at least um so maybe we're just getting this one out of the way early and um you know, it'll correct here in another year and you know, we'll all suffer a little bit for it i mean you know it's just what's going to have to happen unfortunately it's kind of like the healing pains after you break your ankle playing football or something. Um, but, you know, eventually we'll be back up on our feet running again, and it'll be just as good, if not better, as it is, you know, pre-COVID. So, um, you know, I do say, like, you know, kind of echo what Ryan was saying, you know, if you do find yourself in dire straits right now, um, you know, ask around uh, to try to find ways to solve the problems that you're facing. Uh, look for resources to help educate yourself so you could be better equipped to face any new ones that might come down the pipeline. Um, but like Ryan said, pay attention to new bills that are coming out so you can see how to prepare for things that are coming down or maybe some new markets to you know, jump into so you can get some new um, you know, dedicated routes and contracts so you can maintain some um, growth or maybe even potentially actually grow your company and hire new drivers. Um, there's also the trucking associations that you can get uh, involved with too to help um, you know, build your network of people within the industry that you can use to leverage and make more connections to find more loads that potentially could pay more. So, I mean, there's lots of ways that, you know, people are finding ways through this. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, if you take those steps while we're in this, you know, hurt locker, so to speak, you'll be able to come out of it, you know, with the tools to help really springboard towards a more rapid and profitable success, you know, once the economy starts surging up again because we can see every time in the past it's done just that but i don't know i don't think i can really spay much more besides that uh, you have any follow-up thoughts ryan yeah i think that's really great advice the reality is is you know you have to make the decision for yourself of what's going on Thing, things are changing um i can only i can only provide so much insight historically you can only provide so much insight historically we haven't really seen this uh, in our last few years, at least. But like you said, there are recessions that happen. Supply and demand changes, uh, trucking industry changes. And as things open up from COVID, things are going to, there are going to be less things shipped in large portions just because people are potentially back in stores buying things more, right? So, which, so I, I assume that there's a lot of different variables at play here and all of those need to be accounted for. Um, yeah, other than that, anything else that we should talk about? I mean, we kind of kept it on the gloom and doom, unfortunately, because it is such a <laughs> it's, it is yeah. such a hot topic. But we do want to do these in the future. We want to have, you know, engaging conversations as much as we can from a recorded podcast. Um, what else have you heard? Anything else? You know, honestly, um, no, not too much. Like you said, it's all been kind of doom and gloom lately, which is really unfortunate. I would love to find a way to end this on a more positive note. Um, but I honestly, yeah, it's been pretty rough out there lately. So, um, yeah, I guess, oh, actually, no, I just uh, remembered something I saw. Um, 
you know, veteran actually didn't even plan this. It was just the first shirt I grabbed this morning. Um, but I did see a new program that was uh, initiated to help um, veterans and military members cross over from um, their experience in the military to get into a CDL school or to get the training to become a CDL driver and to also be job placed into other aspects of the transportation industry. Uh, so I thought that was really good news. Uh, hopefully that can help alleviate some of the uh, non-qualified driver issues I mentioned before because we all know uh, those, those gentlemen out there in the service definitely learn to drive effectively. <laughs> There's no real questions about their skills. So but yeah, other than that, uh, no other really um, happy news that I can report. Um, but yeah, I would honestly, though, love to hear some success stories or um, some wins that people are having. Uh, again, that LinkedIn profile set up so you guys can chat with us. We'll definitely be able to respond to you at this point because, you know, we're just getting that whole process started. So yeah. um, let us know some good news. Let us know some bad news, success no, stories, cool. solutions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I do. Uh, I we definitely want to hear your good story, so please send them in. And I honestly just wanted to add, while we're having these conversations about there being some struggles in the industry, I think it's really important to note that I actually have the majority of my clients are actually doing fantastic, right? You know, they're everybody's taking the hit as we can expect because these these hits are affecting everybody to some degree, whether it's a large rate drop or a minimal rate drop, but everybody paying, you know, effectively a dollar fifty more a gallon per diesel uh, since I think March or February, whenever whenever it was, uh, is is huge. But uh, there are a lot of people in it out there. Some of them are in the spot market. A lot of them are in contract dedicated routes. But uh, again, I, I guess just diversify. Try to talk to more people. Try to get some loads from dedicated brokers and. Try to find some contracts if you're able. Uh, I think that's really the big thing that we want to talk talk to. I think a couple things before we go. Um, we'd really like your input as well. So if there's anybody that you are interested in talking to, any organizations or any people that you're interested in hearing us interview, uh, please hit that LinkedIn. Again, linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash G-A-L-O-T-P-O-D, Galatpod. Uh, I love that. So please hit us. We'd like to we'd like to hear your opinions. We'd like to hear your success stories, and we'd like to hear uh, you know any anything you'd like to talk about in a future episode of this. So let us know. Uh, I think that's really all we have. Thomas, you have anything more for these folks? Uh, no, not right now. I just want to echo. Yeah, please engage with us. Uh, we would definitely like to be able to have this be more interactive, so we can provide you know our our listeners with more values. So uh, give us some input, and we'll definitely endeavor to do our best to get that out to you. Uh, make sure we're doing our job. Absolutely. And so thanks, Thomas. Uh, this is another episode of Get a Load of This Podcast. We do really want to bring you tons of value. That is our aim and goal. And hopefully we've done that so far. And other than that, uh, please tune in. This is driven by Valley Trucking Insurance as always. And we salute you truck drivers coming up on Truck Driver Appreciation Week. Uh, take care of yourselves and be well. We'll see you soon.